What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But 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 but. I've I've lost count on the number of remotely recorded uh podcasts that we have we have done in the past week. But but I think it's, it's fantastic that that we started this remote podcast early, right? Because now it's like an absolute necessity already, lah. Right? Yeah, that's why. It's yeah. actually now maybe this might be the new normal. We don't need to record when when this whole thing balls over. Don't know when the fuck that's gonna happen. Maybe we won't need to record in office anymore. Yeah, but but uh, I think uh I, I think there's some merit to the point that, that some of our commenters make that you know some, the the chemistry is a bit different lah when you are in remote. Oh, yeah, la. When you're remote versus yeah, when guess. you're in a room together. I think one one yeah. big thing that sticks out to me is harder to interrupt each other lah, right? Because because uh, when when you're face to face, you can sort of. So you can sort of see the point when a person needs to stop and take a breath. But then when you're oh, yeah, like yeah, on yeah, the yeah. phone, you can't. And then the interrupting is just, you sort of just have to patiently wait for a bit of a opportunity. Like now, like, I have to wait for you to stop. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> and so, it's, so don't adjust your, don't adjust your, your no, phones. Or it's, so maybe it's, it's, that it's not a lag. It's that we are waiting for each other to stop talking. See, <laughs> COVID has made us more polite. No, maybe we should do Google Hangout so we can see our face as we record this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, possibly. maybe. But don't know, like, like for, for anyone, everyone listening, is is it just uh, 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 not a big enough issue for you to even realize? Because... I think there was one person who messaged us, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I Everyone else seem has been has been uh okay with it so far. So, yeah. so we'll we'll carry on as per normal, uh, yeah. because uh, officially now Singapore is on circuit breaker mode. Yeah, circuit breaker. So okay, so even then, right? Like I was just having a a, a, a conversation with my girlfriend today about whether or not Singapore is in partial lockdown or is this not even close. So my stance is that we shouldn't call it a partial lockdown. But her stance is partial lockdown makes sense because we all know what lockdown is and this is partially that. What do you mean we all know what lockdown is? I thought the I mean, point is that lockdown, uh, like Lawrence Wong said, like the word lockdown uh, means different things to different people in different countries. But like, I mean, generally lockdown, I guess the universal thing got some truths. Like, like you can't go out of your house for um, anything apart from getting groceries. Mm. Uh, and you can't, you can't eat outside. Uh, I think can, most countries, if I'm not wrong, restaurants are still closed. Yeah. So yeah. so feels like there's there's enough similarities more so than ever before to be to be termed a lockdown. Like, whereas to me it's like, yeah, I don't think it's a partial lockdown because what is a partial lockdown? Because partial lockdown, if you're just partially uh, having measures that represent a lockdown, then anything is a partial lockdown. Like. Yeah. So so you're saying that. Uh, your girlfriend was saying that this should be they should just call it a partial lockdown as yeah and then you are saying that it shouldn't yeah why and why I shouldn't know, it be why, why why shouldn't it be though because okay so I'm just coming from the the point of view that okay everything that is said in the public now especially by people people in power has repercussions uh, right mm-hmm. and I think calling this a partial lockdown might represent it in a way that might take away the, the, the impact of the word when we eventually do and go in lockdown because I feel that's inevitable um, and also might might uh, not accurately describe the step that we are at now in terms of circuit breaker. Mm, mm, mm. So then then I think the question is, should we go into lockdown or be more adamant about lockdown versus not being that adamant? Oh, uh, okay. I, I, guess, yeah. I guess what you're saying is that if uh, the government was to use terms like partial lockdown, it just makes lockdown seem like it's 100% that we're going to get there at, at some point. Uh. Whereas yeah. like using a word like circuit breaker uh, sort of allows us to to say that this is another step, uh, another step with tighter measures, but not necessarily 
confirm leading to a lockdown. Uh. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so but I don't know. Yeah. As in the perception of it is better yeah. than saying partial lockdown. Uh. Yeah. But why then why does your girlfriend prefer it to be just be called partial lockdown? I think because it's it's clearer to understand and that I can that I can sort of empathize with because when I was watching the address by PM Lee on Friday, right? Yeah. Even I by the end of it was like, wait, so what does this mean? Are we how is this different? And it was only in the press conference after that where some of the other ministers and the leaders of the task force for again tackling COVID spoke that I understood. Like. For example, I did not get from PM Lee's speech that uh, restaurants and hawker centres would not allow dine-ins. Because mm. he said restaurants and, and eateries would still be open but he didn't mention that it's only for takeaway. Yeah. And it was only yeah. during the press conference. So so that's why well, after watching PM Lee, I mean, no doubt it was very calming. I think mm. Uh, mm. I, lo- I love the memes that have come out from that but it was very yeah, like in standard PM Lee calming tone. Um, yeah. But I was like, at the end of it, I was like, wait. And I think that was a common perception of a lot of people. You know? They were watching it and they were wondering, wait, so is this, is this, as serious as we thought it was going to be versus oh shit is this just something that is a lockdown without us saying lockdown it's like you know a few years ago when there was flooding in some part of Singapore and I think the 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 messaging from the government was it's not flooding it's ponding yeah 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 correct correct so so it's a euphemism yeah euphemism so I don't think it's a euphemism whereas some people are saying it's a euphemism for lockdown so I don't think it's a lockdown but I don't know what do you think Uh, I mean before that like one of the things I have to say is like uh, that 4pm Friday uh, addressed by the Prime Minister, right? It's probably yeah. the most the most looked forward to speech I've ever seen in Singapore. Like, in the sense yeah. that everyone that I was talking to on WhatsApp was like, okay, guys, 4 o'clock, I'm tuned yeah, in, I'm exactly. ready to watch this. So I was like, wow, exactly. shit, this is like probably more than like National Day Parade or whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> confirm. I think the only time maybe would have been when Lee Kuan Yew announced the separation back in 1963. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Or 1965. Apart from that, right? Like, I mean, honestly, the NDP rally, you watch it if you happen to have nothing to do because you know at the back of your head, the next day there'll be like 59 million articles talking about yeah, yeah. Um, it in, in different detail. Then the yeah. budget... Most people probably will fucking watch a budget. We're, we're like, let's just watch the shortened version the next day. But this one, yeah, literally everyone was like, like, and there was a, there was, it was almost like people, people caught wind of it at the start of the day. Because we also got messages, right? Yeah, saying that, correct, hey, you yeah. know, going to be lockdown, uh, threat of uh, Doscon rate probably happening. Then he was supposed to talk at 8 p.m. and then he got brought forward to 4 p.m. Yeah. So, so you got, people yeah, were like, yeah, it made me them country on because at like, yeah. I think at two <laughs> yeah. o'clock, I was like, okay, I need to, I know I need uh, like a carton of milk, la, so I'm going to go to the supermarket. Then suddenly at two thirty, I saw oh shit, PMD is going to be speaking at yeah at like four PM means like <laughs> yeah, everywhere is going to be fucking crowded for the next twelve hours. So I was like oh yeah. shit, okay, I better and go and get my milk now. It was it was like the whole country was rushing for a flight, yeah. you know, like yeah. <laughs> you just like everyone just uh at the back of their minds. Um, even even I I went to the nearby grocery uh, store to get some stuff. Even though okay, so for me. One one big reason was because uh, I'm I'm in Singapore. My mom stays with me, and my brother's in Hong Kong. And me and my brother have different kind of perspectives. It's a lot more aligned now on what we should do for precaution. But when it comes to food and masks and all, he's a uh, a bit more a bit more risk uh, averse than me. Whereas for me, it's like um, okay, there are, I know I know regardless of which country there is the lockdown, the groceries will always be open. It might be harder to get into. You might have to queue up for longer. But they're they're not gonna close that down, like, Right. But but so that's for the. Me, it's like, but that's the thing. I I think it's a, uh, a bit too simplistic to say it's about whether he's risk averse or you are you know you are you're okay with more risk and all that. Because mm. I, I do think there's a bit more considerations to, to why people are crowding and and why is there so called panic buying and all that lah, Which is actually what we're discussing today lah, right? Yeah. 
Because oh yeah, but, but I think you asked me earlier. So what do I think of the the term circuit breaker versus uh, oh yeah, lockdown, yeah right? correct. Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. I I I like the term circuit breaker a lot because it actually to me it um illustrates very clearly that this is a step to try and break the cycle uh, so to speak the the, the cycle of spread uh. so um rather than saying just talking about what measures are being taken in terms of just locking down people's movement or controlling their movement i thought circuit mm. breaker very eloquently just just summed up the this whole idea of what we're doing and and the fact that it's only for a temporary thing where we break the circuit for a while and then hopefully after that things come get back to normal uh, so mm. yeah, actually, I I like the term a lot, and a lot of people seem to have fallen in love with it because the 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 acronym is CB, right? Which is also yeah. the acronym for certain vulgarities in Singapore. So a yeah. lot there are a lot of memes and a lot of people coming up with funny terms for it, lah. And yeah, so I I actually like the term circuit breaker rather than that, like you said, like partial lockdown, which is kind of implies that there's going to be a lockdown soon, lah, Which I don't think is I, I from what I'm hearing is that they're not headed that we're trying not to head towards there and that's what this yeah. CB is about. La. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think we're... We are, uh, in fact, I think labelling it a partial lockdown is not so much that it'll imply that a lockdown is coming. It's just that I think it increases the severity of the measures right now and decreases the severity of when... if and when we go into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Because lockdown feels is like, yo, guys, stop fucking around. We need to fucking... just everyone suck it up. Uh, and just stay at home. So right now, I think it's it's just striking a balance. Uh. Yeah. The circuit breaker term to me is like, I mean, it's not. It's definitely way better than some of the other terms that uh, have come up in the past yeah. uh, by our government. But I think my favorite term mentioned during the whole speech was the website to go to see where you have to collect your your mask, which is going to be distributed this week. It was mask mm. go where. <laughs> yeah. Which to me was like, for a government that has always kind of... Uh, emphasize the need to speak proper English and not speak English to call a website must go where playing on the hungry go where website which was uh, very food related in Singapore I thought was 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 a nice thing la. Mm-hmm. must go where yeah must go where so, I mean, yeah, it sounds so, like must go where must go where mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then on the, another tab on the website is flu go where ah, yeah correct correct, correct. Yeah. that's, that's so, for so guess, in case yeah. to tell you where the nearest uh, uh, public health preparedness place is right? clinic is right yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So, so we, the reason why, also why we're talking about all this is because today is, we're recording this on the 5th April Sunday. Uh, the speech by PM Lee, the address was done on Friday, 3rd April, and come 7th April will, when, will, will be when the country goes into circuit breaker mode. La, mm-hmm. Right? Which essentially is where non-essential services are closed. Eateries and hawker centres will still remain open, but only for takeaway and not dine-in. Um, and... Uh, I guess th- those are the two biggest things. Are uh, that a lot of businesses that were previously open are closed. Oh, then the schools. All schools are closed. Yeah, right. Home-based learning. Uh, they didn't say. They didn't learning. say schools closed. Ah, uh, they didn't say schools closed. Ah, uh. they oh, say yeah, now yeah, correct, schools correct. all home-based learning. HBL. Yeah, so school. School is open. School is open. Yeah, yeah. School is open. <laughs> yeah. School is open. So right. so that's why yeah so so in the midst of all that right um we know that not only in Singapore around the world whenever there's a big change coming or there's a big threat or big possibility of of uh, some sort of measures being in, uh, put in place there's a there's a panic buying or or hard buying or something but today i guess yesterday and today was a different type of buying la. yeah because previously it was always about going to markets and getting your essentials and getting your food and getting your that which you could say okay it's it's for survival la, you need to eat but today 
there were photos spreading around of queues at uh, Decathlon, which is a huge sporting goods store in Singapore. Um, there were fucking insane queues at Ikea. Yeah, Ikea. Toys R Us. Toys R Us as like, well. The f- uh, is the photos you see at least a few hundred people in queues. First of all, I don't know yeah. how, fuck they're, how long they're going to have to wait. But the queues. And then Bubble Tea, Toys R mm. Us. So Popular, glance, popular bookstore. Popular bookstore, popular which bookstore, is stationery yeah. and books. Yeah. Yeah, and at first glance, I was like, why the fuck are people queuing up? But then, after you think about it, you can sort of rationalize. La. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, I mean, uh, I, I w- yeah, I wouldn't classify in the same way as as nonsensical as toil- uh, panic buying toilet paper. La. I think that is a whole category by itself. But uh, I, I, you can I, from what I'm seeing, la, I mean, they interviewed people and everything. There are quite logical reasons why people are buying oh, they things interviewed from these people? places. You mean for, for today and yesterday, they did? Uh, yeah, yesterday they, they did ask around like why why people are buying certain things and all. So, so for example, like people who, like you said, Decathlon is very crowded, right? So there are a lot of people mm. who, their gyms are closed and like, like, like mine also, my rock climbing gym is closed. So... Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything's frozen for a month. And so a lot of people are rushing to buy like dumbbells and stuff, they, treadmills and stuff they can use at home. Mm. Mm. So, so there are, I mean, it's only for a month, yes, but at the same time, uh, they're trying to minimize the contact with the outside world. So in a way, you can say they are trying to, they are trying to do, uh, be part of this circuit breaker mode as well, uh, stay at home so more. Then, so then, so they are meaning who? The customers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, then IKEA... Yeah, so Ikea. Ikea, Ikea, right? You know what? I think it's all these 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 people who've been putting off getting the new bookcase or dining table or fucking shit and like foresee the next month being at home with their spouse or family as being a nightmare, right? And they want yeah. like distractions. It's like the adult version of a jigsaw puzzle. Let's yeah. just buy the most complicated cupboard or table that we can spend all this time assembling to yeah. keep me away from my spouse or kids or give my kids something to do. Yeah, I, I, but, I'm, then, but, but at the same time, uh, I think you kind of need to look at it more like... Uh, it's like how Singapore, they, before they do something, usually have to make sure the infrastructure of everything is in place first. La. Say, for example, like before we we um, tell people that you can wear masks everywhere, what we've done is to make sure that we have enough supply for our frontline, for frontline workers first. Then we talk about, mm. okay, everyone can wear masks. Because I think as much as we, we think that, yeah, la, they, it might just be furniture that they want to get. But there's also possibilities they need to be able to like like literally have a table a proper table where both the parents and the kid can sit down and they be teaching something to the kid lah. so maybe that's mm. why they are they, they are rushing to buy furniture because i mean we, we we don't have kids so for us it's a bit harder to say but i think for kids and all that and handling and having an infrastructure in the house for the kids is actually quite important lah, especially they're yeah. going to be home for a month lah. so so that's where that's where it was ping-ponging in my head because ad- admittedly uh, I was uh, like with my girlfriend this morning and she had access to a family car. So I have this bicycle that I tried to repair the, repair the chain off by watching some YouTube videos. In the end, I fucked the chain that I bought. La. So I was like, okay, you know what? For this next month, has it is it is it declared that a month will be in Circuit Breaker or yeah, more? Yeah, it's been, it'll be a month. It's a month. Yeah. Okay, it'll be a month. So in my mind, I was like, okay, since we can still go to parks rather than running, cycling feels like, okay, it's even more socially distant. La. So I did go with her to Decathlon, which is where I saw the queues firsthand. Mm. But thankfully, to me, a working bicycle is not super urgent. So all we did was we sat in the car and just observed the phenomenon, mm. uh, which is where, okay, uh, we're just trying to understand why the fuck. And then, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a natural conclusion. Like, okay, people want to exercise more, they go to Decathlon. And thank, but thankfully, 
yeah, the bicycle is not that urgent. I agree that with kids, or maybe if you are only just now moving to home, uh, working from home, right? Mm. You might not have a big screen or something like that, why, yeah. which is why you have to go to... Even then, oh yeah, Courts, which is the, the furniture and household appliance store, they also had long lines. Yeah, like. Challenger then, as well. Challenger, the IT yeah, store. Challenger. Yeah, Challenger. But then, like, fucking bubble tea. Bubble tea, there were lines. Oh, bubble tea. Yeah. So, course, maybe people are a bit confused because they don't know that bubble tea probably will still be available for takeout, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think I think it's not so much bubble tea is an essential service. It's just an eatery, la, so you yeah. can do it for takeout. La. But then while waiting at Decathlon in Singapore, there was the Long Beach Seafood Restaurant, mm, right? Mm, mm. That big-ass fucking thing. And I saw families of like six or seven with old people, like the kind of walk- need walking stick no, yeah. going in. They were getting their temperature measured and still going in. And to me, I'm like, okay, maybe they're thinking this is the last meal they have, which is true, la, it'll be the last family meal. So that kind of things, right? Is it still something that you can kind of rationalize to me? No lah, cannot lah. What what the fuck, yeah? Okay, well, maybe what if it's uh, you know, the, the, maybe it is that old person's birthday or something like that, and they they just kind of wanna have one last dinner together before they all go their separate lunch, ways. Lunch, lunch, or lunch together lah before they all yeah. go their separate so ways. So that means that means what you're saying is that these people knowingly they might know that okay, there's a risk. Uh, they're probably honestly. I think in the next few days there might be a, a spike, but and I think the government also foresaw that because the talk, the speech was held on Friday. They could have very well done a, I don't know which country has done overnight lockdown. Uh? was it Malaysia? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but but they could have they yeah. could have technically implemented the circuit breaker come Saturday, come Sunday, right? Yeah. But they gave it till Tuesday, like, And I think they know. Um, I give them the benefit of the doubt that they would have predicted this sort of influx to go to all these places and they know that, okay, uh, guys, we just need to prepare for a small spike but it's for the longer longer term mm-hmm. good. La. So it's kind of, and also, it's, it's reminiscent of when they, when the government decided they would shut down entertainment outlets. La, right? Everyone's going, everyone went for a last hurrah party, last yeah, hurrah yeah, drinks. Yeah. So this one's yeah. the last hurrah Lunch and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, now it's a bit more practical. That one yeah, was yeah. last hurrah. Okay, last time, you know, we can maybe get late. Uh, yeah. Last time to get drunk. Now it's like, fuck man, we we don't have uh, soundproof doors so we can have sex with our parents still around. Yeah, we yeah. need to install that kind of shit. La. Yeah, possibly, possibly. So, I mean, yeah. um, I I think the delay also was because they needed, uh, the businesses also needed some mm. time to, to get accustomed to it, to make uh, arrangements. So, uh, yeah, la, I, from what I've been hearing, there are a lot of businesses like, uh, say, pet groomers that have been working for like 12 hours a day just to get all the pets groomed for the next, uh, because for the next month, they'll be closed. Uh, and a lot of people, as stupid as it sounds, a lot of people actually like, for example, don't know how to shower their dogs. Uh, so they've always been relying on pet groomers. And now, oh, pet really? groomers, yeah, yeah. So like my pet groomer, that's what they told us as well, uh, that like she literally has, she knows of some customers who have never showered their dogs for like years. Uh. But you, but you shower your dogs. Like? I shower my dogs, uh, and then yeah, we're quite, we're quite hands on with our pets. So, but how often, how often you shower your dogs? Uh, maybe once a month, maybe something thereabouts. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah then, so, so but, you mean? Yeah, they also go for grooming. Who, yeah. They also go for grooming about once a month ish, lah. So, every two to three weeks, the dogs get showered, lah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that the people who have not showered their dogs for years, they still get their dog showered, but it's in the hands of someone else. Like. Yeah, they pay someone to do it. Like. Yeah. Uh, I saw so, I saw quite a few people uh, like waiting at ha- for, to get their haircut also. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> haircut. Although, although, I mean, yeah, but, but haircut, a human haircut, very different from a pet grooming. Of course, pet grooming, literally, 
like like it affects the the quality of my life, huh? the amount of fur in the air in my it like gets in my nose and all that. Whereas like mm. I think human hair less less is more aesthetic than anything. I'm okay, maybe it does affect some people some people's lives. Like, I won't speak for them. But yeah, the, the so, pet, pet, pet grooming is quite interesting because uh, pet stores are allowed to open, but the, even if you have a grooming service within a pet store, that's not allowed. So it's kind of a, you know, like the, all the businesses are struggling to adjust to that reality. Uh. Yeah, correct. Even even barbers and all can still remain open, but only for a uh, basic haircut. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they're going to enforce that. Uh. You yeah. know, like some, some people have different definitions of basic. Right? My basic haircut is like, yeah, like a pretty, pretty standard, but I don't know. I saw, it, it's just, well, it's just such a, I guess it's one of those things that they could not have waited yeah. to get the measures super detailed. Cannot You're just like, okay, fucking just do it, just do this, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. Yeah. Like, and yeah I, think, like. so, I think there's an avenue to appeal as well if you feel that your business is a, an essential service. Yeah, like, correct. Right? So, so yeah, I think correct. it's, I, I think they, they did what they could to, to give everyone time to prepare. And psychologically, they also understand that human beings uh, just sometimes just need to get it out of the system. Uh. So our parks, for example, are still open. So yeah. uh, apparently, what I've been hearing is that the parks have been very crowded the last two days, because everyone oh, now serious, eh? yeah everyone now just like is visiting parks because that's the only place you can like go out with your kids or whatever lah. But then, but then technically the parks will still remain open, right? Yeah, yeah. But maybe they're thinking that that okay lah. Maybe maybe like what you said, they are bracing themselves. Come Tuesday, Singapore will be fucking silent and dead. Yeah. Uh, I don't fucking think that's gonna happen. I yeah. think. I think noticeably it's going to look the same on the streets except people won't be dining in so hopefully there's less movement. Yeah. But the good thing is the, I think it was a government initiated app where you can see how crowded the malls and parks are yeah. uh, in real time. Yeah, that's right. I think NParks has a app like right now that allows you to see you know, which parks are crowded and not. Like, and uh, I wish they had this way before this crisis. Like, this would have been a lot lot more helpful to me. As well. Yeah, so so it's one of those things that this this thing will result in a lot of innovation. Like, the only thing, right, that I wish they fucking did, I really like the initiative, but the colours they use to decode like hi- highly oh. crowded, not crowded or crowded is red, orange and green. Yeah. And I'm fucking colorblind. Yeah. So to me, all the parks look like, just, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Maybe they're just saying, if you're colorblind, just stay at home all day. Lah. Don't. Yeah, don't that's right. If you're colorblind, just don't fucking do anything. Don't just stay out, at home. Yeah. yeah, don't come out. It's almost like a, like a, yeah, like a filter. Yeah. It's like the Nigerian emails. Lah. But, but it's, not just a, Nigerian email. it's not just the parks. Lah. Even, because I malls mean, uh, yeah, yeah, because some essential services are located within malls, right? They say the pharmacies. So oh, yeah, yeah, uh, correct, malls, correct. You, you're still allowed to go to malls, and malls will still remain in general remain open. Although the individual retail shops probably be closed, uh, but the essential yeah. services within will be open. And there was an app also developed by the government called I think it's quite cute. It's called Space Out. Space Out. Uh, to mm. encourage to tell you how crowded a mall is and whether you should be going there now and all. Uh. So, so it's quite good. Also, again, in the same way, they use uh, green, yellow, orange, and brown, which are your, fuck, uh, your kryptonite. Fuck, that's the worst colors. <laughs> your kryptonite why? colors. And, why? Uh, fuck. Like, there's, there's RGB. RGB yeah. is a common thing, right? Yeah, Red, yeah. green, blue. Just fucking use that. <laughs> you should feedback. You, you should. I think you should open up the golf tech app and just give yeah. them feedback. I should, I should do like like an open letter to whichever, <laughs> like the, that's, that's the trend now, right? All these open letters. You Disc- just write an open letter. Discrimination against uh, colorblind people. Colorblind uh. people. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But, yeah, but actually, overall, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think right now, everyone's just adjusting to the, this new reality. Uh, but there are some people who are still very uh, angry about it. La. Like they're posting, you know, pictures of all these Singaporeans and scolding them and, 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 and like for example we 
we came across some Facebook post of someone who's like, who said that the problem with you, all you Singaporeans, you love doing things for showmanship. So when it's about clapping for the nurses and saying great job, you're all up for it. Uh, but then when it comes to like um, not panic buying and all, the moment the PM addressed the nation, everyone just goes crazy and goes panic buying and all. So Singaporeans are shit and everything. So there's this vibe, there's this a lot of complaints going around about, hey, why are people... Doesn't this, uh, isn't this like uh, against the purpose of what this circuit breaker is? So why is everyone going back to panic buying? What do you, what do you think about sentiments like that? Uh? I mean, I didn't like his post. Um, his post started with the problem with you Singaporeans and then it's like five paragraphs and then the last line is pe- people equals to shit. And yeah. he posted it yesterday, uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. and now it's Sunday afternoon and it has over 3,600 shares. La. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing, and I'm glad that some people pointed out in the comments that, first of all, so basically, yeah, just to, to read, read a bit more specific, so at 8pm uh, on Monday, the previous Monday, there was a, 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 a ground-up initiative by an expat in Singapore who it was clapped for Singapore uh, yeah. frontline workers. La. So 8pm, yeah. people around the country, and many people took videos, it was shared on social media. So this guy, he, he said, oh, you know, people who are clapping for frontliners at 8pm, sure, you know, you can record it, feel good about yourself, but when push comes to shove, shove, you abandon all humanity, the PM address the nation like what you said, and then his second to last paragraph was like, what happened to the celebration of humanity and sacrifice? Didn't you guys show the whole nation uh, that you, on one hand, you want to recognize the selflessness of the frontline workers, and then you are now hoarding the things that the frontline workers need. And he said all it took was for the pin to drop and you immediately showed how just how selfish and how much of a hypocrite hypocrite you guys really are inside. People equal to shit. So that kind of comment, it, I think it's a fucking um, like a myopic in the sense that, first of all, and these were all pointed out uh, by commenters like saying that this is not a Singaporean thing. You see it all around the fucking world. Yeah. Right? There's a moment, there's a threat, the moment there's something coming up that would change your life drastically. People react in ways that could be due to a whole bunch of reasons. Uh. In fact, then, in fact, in fact, Singaporeans were probably the more tame ones amongst all the videos yeah, that we've no seen, fighting, right? No, no fighting, fighting, no fighting, no hijacking <laughs> of car, no like robbery. No looting. <laughs> yeah, no violence. So yeah, so in fact, like, prob- like we're probably not at Japanese level, but in Singapore, yeah, we can actually be proud that we still did it civilly, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we still right? cute so, and we tried our best to maintain yeah. one meter distance, everything. <laughs> yeah. And then the second thing about his post, he assumes that the same people who clap for the frontliners are the same people who went to hoard the markets. La. Granted, mm-hmm. there may have been a- there may have been assholes who at the markets, la, but there are assholes everywhere. Asshole, being an asshole is not confined to a race, an ethnicity, a nationality, a religion, or anything. It's just there are assholes everywhere. But to assume that they are one and the same, right? That I also feel like, what Chibai, like just just don't don't like this this thing just especially since it's shared like 3,600 times, like thousands of people have seen it and a lot of people supporting it. What the fuck, yeah? Yeah. It just simplifies stuff a lot. La. Like just now, you said, you know, like uh, me and my brother, the risk aversion, which is something I want to get back to also. Mm. But this one, I feel it's doing it to the point where he's taking the moral high ground. Um, His first line also, the problem with you Singaporeans, because he's above us all. Yeah. So I just saw this and I was like, God damn, what the fuck's here? You know, you, you've ever heard of the term uh, Singaporean exceptionalism, right? No. Yeah, it, it's this term that um, a lot of people on um, intelligentsia and all that used to talk about to say how Singaporeans think that they're very special. La, you know, is that, that the sense like 
when you go to a big country like in US or something like that, and then you get angry when someone doesn't know that Singapore is not part of China and, and things like that. Uh, because you think Singapore is, is done so well, we've grown from third world to first and we are exceptional and all these things. So 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 some people say that there's this case of Singaporean exceptionalism uh, where we think that because our government is good, you know, like we, we are immune from stuff going on around the world. We are immune to COVID-19. It won't be as bad as the US and all. Um, some people yeah. have used that to point out like this is what this whole this all this behavior is about like we think that because Singapore is so efficient so good and the government is and everything so yeah even if one of us like uh, steps out of line for a while it's not a big deal lah. Uh, mm. but the the other thing about Singapore exceptionalism is that uh, a lot of times uh, yeah we, we pointed out as like oh Singaporeans think they're special actually the truth is like everybody in every country in every society there's always people who think that they are special uh. and, and and even trying to point out the singaporean exceptionalism in a way is is being that way like uh, is trying is thinking that being singaporean is special there's nothing sp- that special about being a singaporean uh. i mean we we live in a very democratic very uh, uh not so, sorry not democratic very um <laughs> yeah, efficient like, very Whoa. efficient society but yeah. but other than that, you know, there's really nothing spe- that special about our behavior. I mean, everyone, like you said, everyone just freaks out when there's big announcements made. Uh, everyone's yeah. trying to adjust to this reality. Maybe we're a bit more polite than than other countries, or a bit, or we don't, or we don't uh, confront people as much. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're really not that exceptional in the way we've behaved through this whole process, lah. I think that's why the and labeling, one, yeah. yeah, the Chan Chun Sing labeling everyone idiots or something, I didn't agree with, lah. Because at the end of the day, yeah. he it was proven that it wasn't just us, lah. It was everyone else in the world, so. Yeah, and there was a podcast we recorded uh, a few episodes ago where yeah. we talked about this leaked audio where Chan Chun Sing, which is which is one of the ministers in Singapore, he yeah, like what Terence said, lah. So so we talked about that, and this is this is a similar thing, lah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and like to your point about Singapore exec- exceptionalism, it's the same thing on an individual basis, right? Mm. Like I always think I'm fucking special, yeah. uh, right? But then whenever I'm feeling shitty or happy, you know, I take solace in reading stories of uh some people I look up to the sh- the struggles they go through and and um you realize that yeah like, we are not everyone i mean everyone is special in their own way but we are a lot more n- like each other than we're not like and yeah. one of the heartening things about the whole virus situation is that when you saw panic buying in other countries I actually felt like oh you know <laughs> we're all the same yeah, we're all the same <laughs> we're all yeah. the same you know it's yeah, just yeah. human nature yeah. right and and I mean yeah so this guy was just like ah oh, fuck and it's the same thing like the people in the comments who agree are like yeah like, this uh, is so true you know preach brother preach fuck that lah yeah. so there are people also pointing out like yeah like it's not just a Singapore thing yeah. you are equate you are uh, equating one the actions of one group to be the the same group that does the other action which is again like yo it's not that simple lah yeah it's like these days when when someone Damn. yeah anyone says to me like family or friends says to me ah yeah. You know, Singaporeans like to complain, that kind of thing. That kind of statement. Uh, I was like, yeah. uh, actually, not so much. La. It's just generally people on the internet. Because it doesn't really matter what nationality you are. You There's going to be people on the internet who complain a lot. Keyboard warriors, things like that. You know, or they yeah. say Singaporeans are especially very bad drivers. Or, uh, actually, also, there are bad drivers everywhere. La. It's not just Singaporeans. Yes, it's yeah. The moment you are wrapped up in the shell of a car, you generally become a bit less uh, empathetic towards other people. La. And yeah. so, so I, I try to not be so like oh so critical of ourselves as Singaporeans or anything and just realize that humans our human behavior often is like it can be much more similar than we think law and, and it, it was it surprised a lot of people when they realized like 
other countries also have all these problems. Uh. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, um, the, I mean, I think, I think one thing about Singapore, which I think contributes a lot is uh, the fact that as a country, right, uh, or as a people, thankfully, we haven't had to deal with the struggles that, like, really, f- like, changed our entire country or how society functions. Uh. Um, and it's it has this, there's this psychological, uh, f- like, trend or term called optimism bias which I've only come across I uh, went reading up on COVID and basically the it's it's the it's the belief that like people will never believe they are uh, as prone to experiencing a negative uh, event as they actually are la. yeah um, and I think like it, uh, there was this one study done where they interviewed people who experienced an earthquake like a gr- uh, like hundreds of people who experienced an earthquake in LA and they asked them how likely it is that they think they would experience another earth- earthquake la, and they are, uh, and it w- they all rated higher than the average person, which mm. means they don't have the optimism bias because they've experienced it. Yeah. But when you ask them about car crashes and plane crashes, they are back to the normal average of people not expecting to be involved in a car crash, la. like statistically much lower than the reality is. So I think in Singapore, right, the, there's a general sense, I think, that, oh, you know, like, we we have never really been through like a nat- nat- natural catastrophe or an economic recession that really fucked the life up the way it has la. Mm. So I think as dire as it sounds uh, around the world, uh, people in Singapore on average I think feel still oh, you know I'm not gonna get sick. Uh, yeah. This is not gonna happen to me. Uh, yeah. And I think that is contributing to a lot of what we're seeing right now la. Mm. Correct, correct. And because then, uh, ultimately, if, if if you imagine it was that dire, right? If you yeah. show up at IKEA and you see hundreds of people queuing up, and if it wasn't something absolutely urgent, I would like to think that okay, like Maybe you might think okay, maybe I can go to a <clears throat> less crowded shop to get something, or maybe if I really craving the fucking IKEA meatballs, I will go somewhere else and just get some other meatballs. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's just but, it's just weird, man. Yeah, I think I'll just warn everyone to just. Uh yeah la, stay even if you do go to these places stay uh, some distance away from from other people because uh, I think some data came out yesterday of the apparently there was one person who was the basically the link to COVID nineteen for three different clusters around Singapore mm. started yeah. at a bar Heroes Bar a stand up I think yeah. a stand up comedy show or something like that so there's a lot of uh, expatriates go there and they're probably having drinking talking laughing and in each other's face and then after that one of the ladies uh, met her friends at uh, some at her son's meetup some school meetup or something Dover International and then one more another one of the people uh, went to Singapore Cricket Club again another country club probably just to have drinks and talk and socialise with friends and and not one person died from there so yes, yeah. it's like literally and, and like one person's decision to go to a party ends up with like a so he, whole he was clusters he was the of one people was, and one person who died yeah. He was the one who was infected, like, and when he went to Heroes Bar, what you're saying is he infected someone else who went to she, somewhere else. She, it was a she, it was a she. I think it was a oh, she. You mean the same person went to all three clusters? Uh, no, she was related to someone from all three clusters. Yeah. Oh, the person who died, is it? Uh, no, no, no. The person who died is from uh, Singaporean PR. Cluster. Yeah, 88 yeah. year old Singaporean PR from, from the third cluster. La. But there yeah. was uh, this one, I think British national or Australian national, I can't remember. Who also had contacts with the Do- the Dover group and oh. the Singapore Cricket Club, Club group. Yeah, so I mean, it's almost like uh, the past few weeks we've been seeing these gifs and animations about how you know it can spread. This is literally like they fucking there's a picture that shows the case number of who and who and who yeah. and got linked to where and where and where. So it's almost like 
yo, like two weeks ago, this was just a graphic, but then now it's fucking traceable how what the actions of one person ultimately mm. led in the death led to the death of somewhere someone else la. And can you imagine God how that? Damn. Can you imagine how that person is feeling? Uh, yeah, man. Knowing that she's like the so-called the link in the chain la, that, that caused all yeah, this. Yeah, man. Uh, and and I I mean, I ho- I really hope she gets well as well. But you know, like this is the kind of thing that could probably cause you like uh, major mental health issues and stuff like that, lah. Knowing yeah, that, that, that is, you were involved, uh. That is assuming people don't CSI the fuck out of her and to- torment her in real life, lah. Yeah, they should. So maybe the I social mean, yeah. the social distancing would probably do her some good now, where yeah. people won't be like finding out where she lives and like just delivering pizza boxes of pizza and charging it to her which has happened before yeah so so I mean I still see a lot of people having gatherings and you know condominiums really, uh, where? like even my 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 place also I, I still as of yesterday I was still hearing like big groups of people laughing and talking it's the last last hurrah la, last hurrah yeah so I mean okay fine you might you might be young and you can go ahead and survive even if you get it you might you probably will survive it but it's not about you lah. It's 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 really yeah. about passing. It's a don't be a carrier of the disease lah. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? So that's why now the general stance is that we should all be wearing masks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, and I it's, think people just fucking don't do a Trump. Don't be a yeah. fucker like Trump and say, oh, you know, I don't need it. It's voluntary. Yeah. I probably won't wear it. Just wear it. Just just whatever you can. Just cover your mouth. Cover your nose. That is yeah. in the rare event that you'd actually do go out lah. Yeah, and I do see some people saying that oh, that's our government flip flopping on this mask issue and all. But uh, at the same time, I think you just got to remember that we're dealing with a very novel disease here. And, and, yeah. and I think they are reacting quite uh, on the ball with um, new information as it comes in. And also trying to balance like what is, uh, trying to balance what's available for frontline workers. Lah. So, so if at this point they're saying that they're going to, you can, you should, uh, not you should, but they won't stop you from wearing masks. Uh, yeah, lah, just, just take it that, that the new data has has made them change their decision. And I think it's a good thing when you have someone who is able to look at data and able to change change their minds about it and, and, and acknowledge that maybe previously that was, that information was inaccurate. Because the last thing you want is someone like Trump who just keeps going on and on when he doesn't know anything, goes on and on about how he, how oh, it's all going to be fine, it's all going to be fine. Then when they ask him, oh, so what's it, what's it going to be like? Uh, how, how's it? gonna how are you gonna control it from going forward you know he just doesn't have any answers and now he's like now it's the total opposite where like they're just struggling to keep up everything he just keeps going on about oh you know when when everything comes back the economy will come back up don't worry about it so it's like you know that that guy doesn't God, know anything yeah. he's got no answers at all la. yeah la. it's like who do you look for in a spouse someone who will admit they're wrong and change Right? Everyone says, you know, I want my ideal partner. He or she is a good listener. And what I really like about him or her is that, you know, when he when he or she listens and realizes that they're wrong, they will argue back. I mean, they will change their mind. And, and that's what I really appreciate. Now the fucking government is in the same spot, right? Mm. Like, no one knows so much shit about this stuff. They're finding out stuff uh, every day. And if they're changing it and being consistent from that point onwards, that's a good thing. Yeah, the last yeah. thing you want, like what you said, is just stay, stay like stuck on this, this thing that is outdated. Uh, and just propagate even more wrong info, lah. Well, what's up with the uh, spouse analogies, man? Like you, very it's true. <laughs> you very angsty about 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 couples and, and relationships. When else? Now. When else did I mention? <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Don't, don't, don't! Me and my girlfriend are, are in an awesome place. Okay, so, so, so you're 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 stay in the car in the Catalan because <laughs> you're quarreling, right? You're quarreling, right? Just tell everyone, <laughs> la. 
Soon you'll see like storm videos of of a couple fighting in the yeah, car yeah. about a stupid bicycle or something. <laughs> the tire being thrown out. Yeah. No, why? Uh, when else? When else did I bring up a couple analogy? It's just because relationships and spouses is something that is relatable to most people, right? Mm. Oh, so I figured, okay, 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 okay. When you are young, okay. you have you have you have romantic relationships, puppy dog relationships. When you're old, you got a wife or husband. Everyone is relatable. I'm all about being relatable, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all all about being relatable. But then I did say I wanted to go back to the 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 thing uh, I mentioned risk, earlier, yes. which yeah, yeah, the risking. So so what I was saying is that me and my brother have like um, different uh, like like he's a bit more risk averse. So why why do you feel that's that's too simplistic? So the context was yeah, like I think in terms of buying food and stocking up, uh, we have slightly different perspectives. And I owe it to like risk aversion, lah. But you yeah. said that's too simplistic. But why? Why? Yeah. What? What are your perspectives? So my perspective is that, um, like the the last thing we should do now is hoard beyond a point where the food gets wasted. Mm. Uh, it, regardless of how strict the measures are, just looking at how other countries, uh, that are in lockdown, the groceries and essentials will be available. Like they might be harder to get. You might have to wait longer. Um, but they will still be available, la. So mm-hmm. my point is that buy what we need, um, and just make sure that you you have a f- like a week's supply, la. Mm. Um, and you don't need to buy enough to the point where there might be a chance the food might rot and you might not use it. So he's saying so, to buy more than a week's supply, la. Yeah, because I mean, to 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 his to to his, I mean, to to set the context, yeah, he's working in Hong Kong, and we our mom is uh, almost seventy with asthma, la. So we are both being very very uh careful about whatever we do um and making sure that she's well taken care of like and i've been doing my part also like so so i think being further away from something that is pressing will always make you a bit more paranoid that i understand mm. uh and i think in general me and my brother are very different people yeah. in uh, already yeah. uh, with different risk profiles yeah. confirm different risk profile so i feel that also plays into the situation here like. yeah but maybe uh, what i'm saying is that maybe that's not the only factor that you need to consider when thinking about this. Mm. This was something that came across my mind when I was queuing in line for an hour that day. Wait, what is the only factor to not consider? Uh, Someone's risk aversion to something. Okay. Because uh, at this point, it's kind of a, there's a, there's a lot of pros and cons of of both approaches, I would say. Like, like for for me, when I was at a supermarket that day, it started with wanting to get one carton of milk. And then, when you're there, you look around and everyone is like buying up everything and then I realized like, hey, you know, uh, I am running out of certain other things so I need to mm. stock up on some other things. Then I go and look for those things and it's all gone already. Uh, so so there was literally like a guy behind me who was carrying a like a pack of toilet roll and then this woman ran up to him and she's like, where do you get that? And he's like, oh, uh, uh, I found it on a on a shelf. She said, which shelf? And he's like, uh, uh, just a random shelf, not the toilet paper shelf. It was someone just dumped it at another shelf. Then she's like, oh my god! I'm gonna. She ran off to try and find toilet paper. So, <laughs> should so, I just pointed her to the aisle with a bidet? Yeah. Dude, you could have, you could have fucking saved the day, no, man. But yeah, so my point was that it, 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 even if I went there without the intention to like, pan, so called panic buy or anything like that, right? I also realized that hey, if I'm already here and I'm gonna be queuing for an hour. I might as well be buying certain things so that I don't have to make another trip here, right? Because yeah. at the same time, making a trip to the supermarket or just going out there in general is also sort of exposing yourself to the virus. True. And I want to try to minimize that. And your brother may, be, may even be thinking for you as well. Rather than buy for one week, you buy for two weeks means you make one less trip to the wet market, to the supermarket. If a bit of food spoils or all that, I mean, it's 
less of a worry like, as opposed true, to true. when you absolutely no choice you have to go out to the market then then you're like oh shit you really have to go and you have to expose no, yourself like, right but true but the thing is we do have uh, enough stock uh, for at least a week but the yeah. thing just like a, a yalla butt to, to what you just said but don't you think that if if just just witnessing that one interaction where someone couldn't find a toilet paper uh, you can presume that toilet paper was out that influenced you to get more stuff right so uh, it's almost like if that if that chain reaction happens yeah um then it doesn't bode well for for everything lah. no la, so I, that's I, I, but but that's the thing i mean it didn't it didn't get me to the point where I went to the extreme of like I had to go and buy toilet paper so and stock. You didn't up punch an old lady or something. I didn't yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. yeah, it made me change maybe my decision to buy for one week to buy. Okay, I rather buy one carton or buy two lah, so that I, I don't have to come again to the supermarket because, the, the it's not just about the exposure thing, but also like later in a week's time if they announce some other thing and then there's another mad rush to go to the supermarket, then it's another hour long queue for me. So it's it's just also just in terms of okay planning ahead, how do I not want to have to stay in line for another hour, another time? Uh? And, and yeah. as much as everyone says there's enough food or that, the the reality is that uh, every time I've gone to the supermarket, uh, either what I'm looking for has been sold out uh, or there's uh, some giant long queue. Uh, uh, and that's just been the, but, the, the case for me for the last couple but, of weeks. So. But when you went to the market, like honestly, did you feel a compulsion to potentially buy more? And uh, So I felt that. Oh, I felt okay. that. When I was in the queue, I was like... Should I buy more? And I I kind of told myself because certain things, okay, like let's say thankfully the place I went to was a, a like a small grocery nearby. It wasn't a huge market and yeah. they were surprisingly well stocked. La. But certain things, certain commodities were running out. And part yeah. of me, I will totally admit, I was like, fuck, should I just buy this? Uh, some 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 biscuits and, and I think uh, bread. But I was yeah. like, I already, I already have bread at home and I assumed that they of course I'm taking a, a leap of faith that okay they will restock it so I didn't but I did feel the compulsion I did feel yeah. like shit should I buy more yeah. uh, like or certain commodities that I know can last yeah. uh, uh, I, should I, I buy more should I buy more yeah. I, I did feel that compulsion like, maybe it comes down to the different risk profiles we have uh, where I'm more risk yeah. I'm less risk uh I I I am willing to take what, no more what, risk. What, what, why why what was this mocking accent you putting on? Chibai. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just that. saying. I'm just saying. I'm being honest. As, no, as I'm being to, honest to, to myself. To okay. No, I'm telling so, you, you had the fucking compulsion. <laughs> You're not man enough to admit it. No, no, I didn't. I did not. I did not. I did not. I really was very disciplined. Only one basket, nothing more. And yeah. and and, so, and the, the the thing is, yeah lah, I know it's not. It's not just about risk. You know, that's why I'm saying that it's not as simplistic as. You mm. you willing to take risks? I not willing to take risks. You know, it's just certain certain different factors. Are like like for example, okay, another example is if you're buying for like buying for uh someone in your family, like older person, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, part of that purchase that we made also we also bought something for my mother in law lah. You know, who has mm. issues standing for very long times because of some foot issues uh, and things like that. So so. I we don't want her to stand for too long whether she's going to the wet market supermarket or what so we just buy a bit more for her la. but it wasn't because I was panic buying and things like that of course of course you will still see some extreme cases of people like three or four uh, trolleys of food but for the majority of the people that I saw okay it was just one it was one trolley or one basket and, and something so yeah, I, I just feel like this whole shitting all the people who are out there just buying buying supplies for the family, making sure that not just their family, but maybe their parents or, or kids mm. or what have need have the supplies they need. And because they, they want to reduce their exposure to out the world outside. Like we're not we shouldn't like label them as, as like, you know, panic buyers and COVID idiots and all that that's been going on out there. Lor. And and yeah. that's why the 
when we talk about the risk averse thing is again is the is uh, attributing it to someone's uh what do you call it the, uh, uh, a certain attribute of a person like saying like it's because of who they are that's why they do this you know but it's not no, the but case I think, la, yeah i i i I, th- I still think it that plays a part but i i i agree with you that it is just one of many factors yeah 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 because i think, I think everyone saying, yeah. yeah so you could have done that without fucking making making an accent to mock me <laughs> la, just saying la, just saying but but yeah i think i think uh that's where yeah i totally agree that it, it is not the sole determiner of how people act in times like this because you never know the circumstances they might be in, la, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of your family members like gets fuck like like fucking angry when he doesn't get his hapsing crackers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. And and it's more to to make the next one month more tolerable, more la, tolerable. Because the last thing you want is people sneak out because they can't tahan at home, la, Because exactly, yeah. I, I mean, in some way, just if we stop and think, right, it's a fucking ridiculous thing that we're going to be experiencing, and it's still not as ridiculous as other countries. The fact that Singaporeans are all going to be holed up because we haven't really. For us, it's always been like this weird limbo where some people are fucking like st- staying at home like like as much as they can, while some still go about somewhat normal. Now it's still not gonna be that binary yet. There's still gonna be this middle ground where people, I don't know, going out. But yeah, it's just a it's just a weird fucking thing for the whole country to stop like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I I I guess in in essence, the what I have been driving towards is just. Everyone have a little bit more patience or understanding for the the person lah. Maybe you see someone pushing trolleys of food, there might be a, a real reason why he's doing that, or he's buying for for his neighbors or something like that lah. You know, rather than rush to judge and call them idiots and all these things, I think. I mean, ev- everyone's I, I, trying I, to adjust to a new reality also lah. I re- I really hope that is the case, but I'm telling you, dude, all it takes right is one person to lose their shit right at NTUC right, and holy shit, I think the NTUC will erupt. Uh. That's the problem with you Singaporeans. <laughs> no, because I mean, it's just like, I don't know, it feels like right now, like we're all calm, we're all there, but yeah, it's just, we, we, are, we, are, on, we are on thin ice. Like. I, I, I mean, I, I would like to have more faith, but I just feel like, God damn, man. Not to say that it would be a total breakdown of society, like, but just in that moment, right, it would, compared to when we are in uh, more happier times when you see a scuffle at like a hawker center or NTUC and yeah, you can yeah. just chuckle over it. Yeah. Now I think people will react like there'll be some people who might go to stop the fight. Some people who think, oh fuck, this is going to be crazy. I'm going to get my toilet paper or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like. yeah. That's like, I think, holy shit, man. I think maybe by the end of this day, you might post on Facebook, people equals to shit. Yeah, <laughs> I posted already, dude. This whole podcast, I've been just typing something already. People yeah. equals to shit. This yeah. is Yalabatception. Uh. He posted, yeah, he talked about something and then at the end of the day, he's posting, uh, posting it I'm himself. posting it. Uh. I'm posting it. Or like this is where like in the TV show, they show that I'm actually that guy. Yeah. You know, that's like pull my, off, my troll account. pull off your account, mask yeah. and then you are the my guy. My troll account, yeah. <laughs> Funny. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, I guess this was more just us talking through the various thoughts we have in our head. Mm-hmm. Uh, about this topic um, if if anyone feels like they also want to share their thought or call us out on something they don't uh, that they don't agree with us on please do so at our sub subreddit Yalabad yeah. subreddit just google Yalabad reddit if you would go there and you would see it yeah. um, we don't really have a a light hearted topic for this week right yeah cause I mean there's not much to be light hearted about this week <laughs> I mean we what, what we spoke about there's some like a, a, a little bit of light heartedness amidst the general 
not to say that we are at like a depressing state in Singapore. Like, I think I think cases are rising. Unfortunately, there's been six deaths now, but yeah, it's still yeah. something that I think we are in a much better position unf- than a lot of other countries, which are yeah. unfortunately in worse off, worse off states. Like. Yeah, but we still have our no. one shock thing, right? Yeah, we still have our one yeah, shot yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so I mean, no goofy topic, but at least we still have the one, one shot thing. thing to to end the yeah. end the day with. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to so, go first? So yeah, I'll start. So, um, I mean, I've I've never been much of a gamer. Uh, like I think partly I have never really dived into the world of gaming because I feel that there have been times in the past where I played games and they totally consumed my life. Uh, one was, I think, Tomb Raider two back mm. in secondary school. Partly also because I was a horny guy and like, um, I mean, I'm still horny lah, but but uh, back then when uh, Tomb Raider and Lara Croft was like, holy mama, uh, I played that. And then I played Metal Gear Solid, I think, mm-hmm. uh, after JC and like, fucking, it consumed my life. Uh. So since then, I've never really dabbled into uh, games and even mobile games. Once in a while, I would dabble just to see what's out there because we've, we've always wanted to start our own game at some point. But recently, I was just looking and there was this game... I went back to my Tomb Raider uh, roots uh, and I got this game called Lara Croft Go, mm. which mm. is actually super fucking fun, man. It's free uh, mm. and it's more like a puzzle game kind of thing yeah. and it was surprisingly addictive like, and the visuals are very nice and it's hard enough to challenge you but not hard enough to be like, what the fuck? And then you have to look up, walk through. So, so yeah, I, I finished the game already. What's, so the, mechanic, I, I, what's the mechanics of the game? It's uh, So, I'm not familiar with the actual mechanics but basically there's a level where you have to, you can only move in like certain predetermined steps, be it forward, left, right, back. Um, and they are, each level is a puzzle. So based on your movements, like you will press a tile and some arrows will shoot out and then you have to avoid that arrows and then there are, there are creatures that come after you and yeah. it slowly evolves into more and more complex problems. I see, I see. Yeah, so I mean, super fun, the, man. Actually, the, the surprising thing is mobile games these days you can actually play like your PS2 era games on your mobile phone nowadays. Huh? So what like Grand Theft Auto, you can actually play on your on your iPhone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so if you need stuff to distract yourself, like actually and your your phone is good enough already. And and one thing that I found just like psychologically, right, why I think gaming provided quite a bit of uh, respite for me is that I think right now in many areas of our life, there's almost like this sense of helplessness where you feel like you don't have control. Yeah. And the games, right, actually provided me with some of that feeling like, oh, fuck, I'm at least in control or something, which was yeah, yeah, actually yeah. very, very cathartic. Yeah. Like, surprisingly cathartic. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll take it a step further. Beyond just that feeling of control, right, the games actually allow you to go to places that you obviously can't go to like, for various reasons now. So, 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 I mean, not to hijack your one-shot thing, but I'm playing yeah. like the Spider-Man uh, game. Oh, so your one shot thing is also a, a game? No, 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 it's not, it's not. But, but, oh, okay, okay, but okay. I'm just talking on this topic mm. that the Spider-Man game allows me to like swing through the streets of Manhattan, New York as Spider-Man. So if you think if you think about what's going on in New York right now, that's probably the last place that you want to be oh, yeah, like, yeah, running yeah. through. La. But at least as Spider-Man, I can run around, explore the city a little bit. And that's the open world where you can basically explore a fuck ton of shit, right? Yeah, and it's super accurate. It's like, they even got the streets down to like, uh, you know, the actual oh. buildings on the streets and all that down to a T. So, so I, I, I've been like, I mean, I, I used to, to work there and also I, I actually recognize a lot of these places as well. Yeah. Wow, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, so it really, I, I, I can literally visit New York or not literally, like I can sort of visit New York even while from just sitting on my couch. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, so what's your one-shot thing? 
uh, my one choke thing is actually uh, I just want to feature the 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 market near my place, the Red Hill Market, because uh, from what I've been reading la, like I think KFC too had a post is that even with delivery, right, like all the big services like Grab, Food, deli- uh, Deliveroo, uh, Food Panda, all these things, they won't support the local uh, hawker centers as much la, uh, unless unless it's really big volumes because obviously if you sell a $15 burrito versus a $5 uh, bowl of noodles, you get more mm. money from the $15 burrito. La. Uh, so, and a lot of the, and besides that, a lot of the, the hawker center, the store owners, they're not as connected digitally to all these different services as well. So they don't offer their food for for delivery la, through these services. So, I mean, I would still, I, I, rather than see these businesses close, I, I feel uh, we can still go there and support these businesses by by taking away tapawing, from them. Uh, yeah, tapawing. Yeah. And, and, and we should, la, especially because, you know, there are also a lot of these hawker centre owners, we, we don't know if they have passed on their their recipes to a next generation and thing like that. So, uh, yeah, your your favorite store that that you used to take for granted, uh, could be here today but not there tomorrow, lah. Which is literally I found like Shit, during this, man. yeah, during this crisis, like some of my favorite hawker stores have not opened, uh, since the start of the crisis in February. And I suspect it's because to them it's firstly it's dangerous for them, and secondly there's what's the point? Uh, there's there's fewer, there's less traffic and everything. So why why endanger themselves? Um, yeah. So. I mean, like in my Red Hill Market, I, I, you know, we get some of the best satay bihun, chicken rice, uh, mee sua, nonia chendol, wonton noodles, carrot cake, and and and, uh, yeah Well, if if anyone is in the area and and looking for something to eat, why don't try try tapping from those places rather than delivering or or using those delivery services lah. But it's, depending uh, on people's risk profiles, or whether they would want to, <laughs> yeah. Want yeah, to depending on people's risk. <laughs> If you're the type risk, that likes to take risk more risks, please go yeah. down to uh, yeah, yeah, very hard. It's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean if you're if you're not feeling well, like I think we said last yeah. week, uh, if we are one of those people who are who are going to hawker center to sit around there and shoot the shit with your friends, please don't go, lah. Yeah, yeah, don't. But, yeah, but if you're just tapping food and you keep a distance from people and be sensible about it, I think uh, now is the time when the hawkers really need our support, lah. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, what what's a market near your place that you that you would want people to to co- frequent? Uh, I would say I mean there's a Marine Terrace food market uh, which which is around Marine Crescent I think there's yeah. not not super near but near enough that yeah I mean same thing uh, that there they actually have like the hawkers who are not like not the new generation the one who have been like fucking hawkering for like 30-40 years yeah. which would be a pity to see them close la. so yeah, yeah just be very very cautious when you go and tap out, but yeah, these are the businesses that need the support, lah. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. Yeah, cool. But what yeah. is there one thing, one particular dish from your market that you think is is a must have? See, the thing is, I'm not super big foodie. Uh, oh, I know, right. I know the the chichong fun is pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Um, and I also say that based on not only my my girlfriend's stamp of approval, but uh, generally, I think that chichong fun stall there is fucking power. I don't know the name. But at the Marine Crescent Food Market, lah. Mm, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, but yeah, support local. Support local, man. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. my one joke thing. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, as with all our podcasts, we will be posting this on subreddit and answering whatever questions you may have, questions or thoughts that you may yeah. have. Yeah, I and, think we have a lot and, more time yeah. to do that these days, uh. 
Yeah, and also, as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could share it with just one person. Just one mm. person. Doesn't just need to be one. two, doesn't need to be three, just one person. And if you can, just leave a review on Apple uh, Podcasts because I think it still does help podcasts reach the masses. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, All right. And then we will talk to you guys soon. See you. Okay, bye-bye.